I am curious to see if the ladies have used the towel because I gave it to my wife and it's still in the little cylinder thing that, uh, you know, she didn't have the reaction you expected, Kathleen. Mm. I got to be honest with you. She's like, oh, cool. Thanks. Well, did she open it up? Does she know what it's all about? Yeah, she knows what it is. Well, let me tell you something. There will come a day. Kelly will get out of the shower. She'll take that towel. She'll wrap it around her hair and she'll be like, George, this is the greatest thing ever. And then she'll probably call me directly. I don't even want to hear from you. I want right. to hear directly from her. So let's hear from the ladies. I haven't used it. <laughs> I'm going to, okay, disclaimer, this is the reason why I told you guys that I don't wash my hair every day. Hello, curly hair. I had washed my hair that day. So I haven't looked used great, it. great, by the way. Look very healthy. Thank you. Voluminous. Yeah, I have a lot look, of hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, it is wash day tonight, so I will... Yeah. There you go. I will Tonight, give you a review. Mm-hmm. I look forward yeah. to the review. How about you, Linz? I used mine. It was great. Like I said, it's much better than the, you know, the like the knockoff Turby towels that I use. So it was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Give some love Big to fan. my friends. Volo Beauty. V-O-L-O Volo Beauty. Give those guys a little bit of love. I'm telling you right now, all the fellas out there, it's a great holiday gift for your lady. She did put it on her uh, IG, which is follow her at Lindsay Baseball. See? Yep, yep, yep. yep. People were stoked to see that. Right on. Yeah. 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 Even even yeah. Clinton made a comment about it. He said that's pretty cool. Maybe we should get one for Clinton. He probably wants one. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll get it next time I come up. Which by the way, I want to say one thing to all of you guys. I loved Tuesday. Tuesday, having all of us in studio, everybody being able to make eye contact at commercial breaks, come in and visit with you guys. I mean, I can't wait for all of us to be back in the radio station every day. And George, I know you and I are both kind of the last remaining holdovers of those who are broadcasting from home and it's much more convenient and easy. Yeah. Gosh, I had a great time with you guys in studio the other day. I miss you already. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I much prefer doing it from home. I gotta be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, Sedano is like, um, I love y'all, but not that much. I want to stay home. Thank you very much. That drive is, I don't mind if I'm already there to do around the horn or NBA today, but you know, like I'm already there, you know what I mean? So, but like to actually get up and drive and then drive back, like bro. But isn't it amazing that we've all learned in this industry how to broadcast from home and studio quality. And yet, well, I, I have historically, uh, a lot of the times in my life, done broadcasts from locations that my colleagues and co-hosts and things of that nature are not in the same room. I have done that a ton over my 20 years of doing this. Yeah, but but the consistency of every day not showing up in the radio broadcast facility. I mean, I looked around. Okay, and- when Kiki comes on, we'll bring yeah. on Kiki earlier. I, yeah. And ask Greg. I don't know if Greg's still around. I I I used to work with them. I was three thousand miles away every day, and we yeah, did no, great I, shows together. I, I understand, but it, it's an for me. I will just say this, you know, this, and we'll, we'll get to the real stuff here in a second. But for me, when you look at ESPN seven ten, and you walk into that building in LA Live, and you see how much space there is, and you see those studios, and you see all the equipment, and et cetera, et cetera, you realize, wow, that's that's a radio station. But I didn't know for sure that we'd ever go back to radio stations. Yeah, Seriously. I mean, I, I I get it. I get the sentimental aspect of it. But Greg Bergman, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, you and I used to do shows from three thousand miles away when I first met you, when you were just a young pup and wet behind the ears. Yeah, before young. you were a uh, you know a management stooge. Um, and <laughs> and stooge. I felt like we did great shows. I mean, I didn't have to be in the same room to do that. If you got chemistry, you got chemistry. Yeah, no, they were really good shows. And yeah, you were in Miami. I was in L.A. at Fox Sports Radio, and we just talked. 
it was normal. Yeah, it was the same exact talk. thing they were doing now. Yeah. Talking. Oh, then, then there is no reason for us to come back in studio, though. No, I'm good. Like, seriously. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, again, right. if I'm already there for, like, NBA Today or Around the Horn, like, I'm already there, you know? But, you know, fighting the traffic on the 110, bro. You know? All right, forget yeah. it. I'm out. I'm out, on, I'm out on coming back to the radio studio. I'm home forever. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, well, no, Bergman, while Bergman's come. there, I do want to ask him this, and I, and I feel like Lindsay would have uh, an idea about this, and so would Laura. And, Cap, I know you listen to the station 24 hours a day, so maybe you have this, too. What is this story about Mason's Twitter burner account? <laughs> what do we know about this? Wait, his Twitter what? Is, he's he has got... a burner, I've been oh, really? told. Oh, not only does he is have a legit? burner, that he has multiple burners. What? Wait, so, what? <laughs> yeah, so he has Venice Mace burner or Steve Mason burner. I forget what it's actually called. Mason Mafia is yeah. another one. Yeah, I the oh Mason Mafia. That one's new, right? That one's these new. accounts have been beating me up. These accounts. These are the accounts that have been trolling me. <laughs> I do not believe that. <laughs> it's the the Mason. Mafia one is the one that's new that really went out today, and it has all of the punctuation that like, he puts all of his punctuation out there. It's all the exact same thing. He says the same things. Like at one point he said, "Who are you producing?" and I said, "This show," and he said uh, something along the lines of, "Yeah, just remember that who brought you up," which is exactly the things that Mason says to me all the time. So now has Mason denied having a burner? No, he's denied the Mason Mafia. I love the uh, the description on Mason Mafia. We put the buy in bipolar. <laughs> that's good. See, that's why I sometimes think it's not him, but I just it just makes me think that he all the things that he says and how it's written and everything else, it just sounds so much like him. What are the other now, burner Lindsay, accounts? Lindsay, did you did you know did you think he had burner accounts when you worked with him? I mean, the I always thought that the Venice Mace burner account, that's I think that's the name of it, right, Greg? Just Venice Mace burner. Yeah. I always thought that one was not him because he tended to like poke fun at himself on it. But oh. I guess that would be like. But a that good... would be the way to do it to exactly. take people off the scent. You know what I mean? Yep. Off the yeah. trail. So Send the dogs in a different direction. Here's one that says uh, Venice Mace is the funniest, most talented radio genius of all time. That's I a mean, post that's from true. Venice Mace Burner. Yeah. It called him God Emperor the other day. But anyway, what? so the Venice Mace Burner <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. He called him God Emperor. But oh, yeah. Goodness. So oh, that's him. The Venice Mace Burner account, though. We when I was actually when I was doing Mason in Ireland earlier before Lindsay got here, he mistakenly tweeted as Venice Mace Burner under Venice Mace. No, <laughs> he, he caught himself on that no! one, and so we caught him on that one. That one happened a while ago. You can probably still find so if you Venice go, like, the Mace tweets Burner replies. is definitely him. Yes, Venice saying. Mace yes. Burner is absolutely him. yeah. We caught yes. him. It was very very. Now funny he denied too. that or no? No, no, he didn't deny that one. He oh. but he's denying Mason Mafia right now. Oh, I don't wow. believe this. This Mason Mafia tweets, as you pointed out, Bergman, tweets just like he to like he texts. Yeah, wow. look at his, look at his texts. They're I'm the exact looking at, same. I, I, yeah, I'm look, I feel like Morales needs to come on to discuss this further because <laughs> apparently this Mason Mafia is very upset at Morales. Oh, we had opens for it, rejoins. It was great. Does anybody here have a burner account? Seriously, like no, put it no, on, straight no. up. I don't even up. have time to have a real account. What are you yeah. talking about? That's too much no, dude, work. It's, it's true. Listen, I'm serious. I don't have one. And I've always thought that it would be a good thing to have because you got to understand, I get reamed a lot on Twitter, especially Shocking. by the Twitter or by the Charger trolls. There's about five of them out there, you know, and those are all burner accounts, probably for Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers. Uh, but seriously, like I've thought to myself, why don't I get a burner account? And every time one of these guys who doesn't have a picture, doesn't use a real name, has a whole bunch of numbers in their in their account name. I'll just go after them from my burner account. But I never did it. And so I just take the beatdowns.
Bro, I don't even have time. I barely tweet from my own account. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think I got time? I got two small children. I have, like, you know, I have a wife. I have multiple jobs at this place. I got, I, I barely even sleep. How the hell am I going to tweet from another account? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a burner account, but if Mason does, and if he has multiple... No, he clearly multiple, does. Bergman right. says he's been caught. But but if he has multiple burner multiple, accounts... Multiple, that's a sickness. That's impressive. He might have somebody running them. That's a sickness. Like yeah, we don't know what's going on with that one. Like I, that one is it's up in the air. I'm not really positive, wait, but I wait, feel but like Laura, it is. Laura may be onto something here. Lindsay, do you think he may have uh, multiple? Like, you think he has other? Like, as in, like he has an operation? Like, there is like you know how like they you know the, there's the talk about like you know basically the Russian interference online. Like Mason's got like a Russian interference laboratory where people are running Mason burner accounts. I feel like I would be best off in this situation not to comment. <laughs> It's actually not a bad okay. idea for me either. He's really mad at me. Do you think that Mason has a Russian laboratory of like Mason burner account people? <laughs> no, I don't think it goes that far. But it would be very funny if it did. I did That'd be hear a great Ramona. Bit. I, I did hear Ramona say to him the other day when they were talking about voting on the Mandy's that she wanted to get Mason to use all of his bots. So maybe he's got some kind of bot thing going on where somebody is tweeting from his burner accounts or some machine learning AI thing. I mean, nah, it's probably a little too complicated for Mace, I would think. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's do this. Uh, get Morales for the next segment because I want to know what the hell happened on that show today because he apparently was at the bottom of it. So, uh, you know, Bergman, you have described it, but I want to hear it from the man himself. Thank you for stopping by, Bergman. Yes, no worries. All Good right. job on uh, your 20 minutes of, of Peloton a day, Bergman. Nice work. Hey, that's 20 minutes more than it used to be. So that's thank right. you. That's right. There you go. You burn a few calories here and there. Uh, so... Let's as we wait for Morales in the next segment because I want to get more on this in a second. Uh, can we talk about Anthony Davis for a second and Feel like free. what the hell Go is going it. on with him Do it, man. right now? Go um, because you know I, I was watching TV yesterday and I don't know if it was first take or NBA Today. I just it all kind of blended together yesterday. But Kendrick Perkins was on there, our friend, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's like, "Yo, this is the matchup Anthony Davis has to take personally. This is mm -hmm. the matchup." That, that, you know, these are the two guys that everyone talks about. They're similar bodies, similar skill sets, et cetera, et cetera. And if anything, AD may be more talented than him. If AD's going to get up for any matchup, it's got to be this one. No LeBron. And Giannis just absolutely took it to him Manhandling. from the beginning of the game. It was ridiculous. It was, it was as disappointing a regular season performance. And look, he was fine statistically. But when Giannis comes out like that from the beginning of the game and just absolutely obliterates everything in his way, including Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. I felt like as I watched that, like I was like, yo, what the hell is going on here? This is, I know. This, like, this is the matchup you got to get up for. Let's go. I Dude, I sent you a tweet last night that said, hey, Sedano, at Sedano, I said, if you think Anthony Davis is the cheat code, because that phrase drives me absolutely berserk. It drives me crazy. Why? Why because I don't berserk? think he's a cheat code. I think well, he's I disagree. A, he's a cheat code when he wants to play. Well, did he not want to play last night? I mean, I don't know if he did or didn't. But what I would say to you is this. Then what, what was the rest of your tweet? Well, my tweet is this. If you think that Anthony Davis is a cheat code, then what do you think Giannis is? Oh, well, that's easy. He's a two-time MVP. Yeah. So that that's exactly what he is. So that's greater <laughs> that's than a, a cheat code. Game. I mean, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, I mean, two-time MVP is pretty impressive. I mean, listen, watching Giannis last night go to the basket and Anthony Davis, I don't want to call it defending him. 
I want to say Anthony Davis being the closest person in a Laker uniform next to him. You see the difference between defense and just being close by in another uniform? Does that distinction make sense for everybody? Because there was no defending Giannis last night. And I know I turned on first take this morning to see Stephen A. and Perk talking about it, and I thought the conversation was, he's supposed to be, and he's advertised as, a top-five player in the NBA. That's not a top-five. Right. That, that's not a 75th all-time player in Anthony Davis. What Giannis did last night, that's why you're a two-time MVP. That's why you're on the 75th team. But what, what AD did last night was, I mean, it was weak. I don't know what else to tell uh, you. It, it was, was weak. Bad. Yeah, it was bad. Like it just wasn't like Giannis came out and was. I mean, I, I don't. I don't remember. I think he started eleven of thirteen in the game, if I recall correctly. Um, he finished eighteen of twenty three, but he started. I want to say eleven of thirteen. Like he was just unstoppable in that game yesterday, and and that's what I I expected. One of those like regular season matchups, and we've seen this before with other guys, right? Like where they just like. You know, they're like, oh, let's circle this one. This one is on the calendar. That guy's like my contemporary, vice versa. And Giannis felt that way. But here's the thing. I, Richard Jefferson made the comment today. Um, I, I thought this was excessive. But, you know, maybe it's not. Where he said basically, and we could talk about this more on the other side, where he basically said, you know, it's, a disres- it's disrespectful to Giannis to talk about him in the same category as AD. I love that. Moment. I love that. I think that's great. I think AD has been so overhyped. And here's what I mean. He's got a championship ring, and he contributed to that championship, but AD is a champion on a LeBron basketball team. Now take LeBron off the team, and what are the Lakers? Well, through 16 games, they're just a 500-ball club. Okay, well, let, let's keep this going on the other side. I'd love to open it up to the audience to see just like how frustrated you were with Anthony Davis yesterday. Was that hey, one? Because hey, I thought the team actually... Hold on, because I thought the team... Hey, George, me on the other side, because we're late, because you got to well, do it. Well, this is actually important, though. I want to tell you, it's very important if you want calls. Go I'm going to tell you right now, there is a category for best caller at the Mandy's. All of the callers who call this show, up your game. Okay, do that. Up your game. Like, what What were your thoughts just watching Anthony Davis yesterday? Because I, I, I was frustrated, and it, more so because the Lakers had a chance to win that game, and I feel like he didn't assert himself. All right, I do want to get into THT as well and his kind of uh, ascendance here uh, as the Lakers are losing, but he's playing pretty well. But let's get to that in about three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, so... We have, uh, before we get to the calls on Anthony Davis and all that stuff, people are hot. I get it. Um, I, I just, I can't really explain that AD performance. Uh, feel free to hit us up, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Um, you know, I, what are your concerns when you watch them play right now, specifically him? Like, I, I think that there are legitimate concerns about him right now um, as I watch him play in a matchup where he should have dominated. But, uh a bigger issue here is that we've discovered that Mason apparently or allegedly 
has multiple burner accounts. Now, he has admitted to one, but now Chris Morales joins us here now. So, Morales, what happened here today? Like, what, 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 what made you believe that there are multiple burner accounts for Steve Mason? Good afternoon, guys. Here's how the day began, Sedan. I'm going to give you the whole quick rundown. So, I joined their show quickly because when the show opened, we had just sold out the award show. John Ireland, who has not been on the air the last two days, decided to make a big bit on the fact that because I got Keyshawn to fly out to host this thing, I'm going to make sure that they don't get any votes, that I would rig the, the campaign. So I jumped on with them to say that's not happening. I have nothing to do with the vote counting. We have an outside company that's handling all that, and I won't know who's going to win until I open up those envelopes with Key on February 6th. They disputed that. They said, oh, and I knew that they were starting to make a campaign because they're scared that they're going to get beat, that they're not going to win show of the year or host of the year. So then this Mason Mafia fake Twitter account, which we've we've known about for a few weeks, decides to take a direct shot at me because Mason calls me the snake. And here's the tweet. At LA Ireland, at Venice Mace, snakes eat or kill rats. It's a threat, John, because I was calling John a rat. Side note, if imaging is about the show, why does Morales talk about himself throughout most promos? I also saw Morales stuffed in that suit. Snakes are thin. So here's what caught my eye about that. Listeners don't make weight jokes at me. I knew it was an inside job, Sedano. Mm. And that's well, when I began all, the investigation. Yeah, and and when, 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 have you, when have you been on in a suit in public? Right. Well, I was on social media the other day with guys. But so so some random listener, A, knows the term imaging, pays that much attention to the imaging, and was watching all those videos and saw me in a suit? That seems like a lot of work. Well, yeah. and also, you know, the, the thought that snakes are thin and lean, it's true until they eat rats. Kaplan, really? Right? Right? Okay, Kaplan. We're not talking about that. Oh, okay. Well, that's the part that <laughs> caught my attention is the snake okay, part. Okay, fine. You know? So this caught my attention, and corporate Greg and I started texting, and I started doing more rejoins about it, more imaging, as we call it, to kind mm-hmm. of expose Mace more. And then something hit me. I pay a lot of attention, a lot of attention to punctuation in text. You know what I'm saying, Laura? When you're texting with a breezy, you pay attention to where if they're using a lot of period marks. Like if you say "Hi, girl," and they write "Hello," period, you're like, "Uh oh, she's in a bad mood." But if it's like "Hi, wavy hand," you're like, "Okay, we're good." I pay a lot of attention to that. So I started noticing these tweets, there's constant period marks, little tweets like I'm voting for Jorge, period. I voted for Jorge, period. And then I went, well, wait a minute, that's odd. And I started looking through Mason's tweet or text, text that I have with Mason, group text. It's the same thing, periods everywhere. Mm. So we exposed that on the air. John Ireland even said, "Uh uh-oh, we know this is you. Of course, Mason tried to deny it and started sending out more tweets. More tweets from the Mason Mafia account. From the Mason Mafia, from Venice May saying he wasn't it, from Mason Mafia saying this isn't. Who is out there, George, spending all day on Twitter with a real job, tweeting about my imaging and my girth? Who's doing that? Do you believe that Steve Mason has, like, the Facebook Russian uh, boiler room (laughs) with a bunch of people tweeting for him? Do you believe that? that, that No, because here's the other thing. There was a tweet that came 32 seconds after they went to break in response to me. Minutes had gone by, and I exposed that on Twitter. And, of course, the response from Mason Mafia was, oh, whatever you want to believe. This is Mace. Everyone knows it. John Ireland agrees. Jorge agrees. Greg agrees. We all agree. It's a sad day for Mace. Wow. So, like, a handwriting expert would take a look at at the actual penmanship. But you're saying that you're, like, a punctuation within texting and tweeting expert, and there's consistency throughout is what you're saying. 
I pay a lot of attention to these things, and there is consistency without, without a doubt throughout all of this. Okay, very interesting. Very, very interesting what's going on here today. Hmm. It's a sad day. It is and a I sad think day. It's all well, because it's all because of the award show somehow. Well, because I said right. ESPN Los Angeles tweeted out, do we want to know, you know, is this a burner account? And I simply tweeted back and said, why are we asking questions to which we already know the answers to? In mm-hmm. which Mace's burner replied, why are we having an award show when we already know who the winners are? Oh, see, you see, this That's is a the dead problem. giveaway. Well, Chris, your, your point, though, Mason has not been bashful in going on the air. Obviously, I don't think it's going to surprise anybody. And he's been campaigning for which awards he believes he should win. And he'll, he'll actually tell everybody, if I don't win this, I'm going to be disappointed. Because yeah, yeah. He I has said there's like win. two categories that he wants to win. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that. Is one of them the best? Sad day, guys. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> well, well, listen, Morales. Just keep us posted on, on if, if any other burners pop up for Steve Mason. Yes, I will. I'm glad that we have un- uncovered this like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. We have exposed right. the truth today. Yes, wow. thank you, guys. Have a good rest of your show. Thank I you. Thank you, Chris Morales. Let, let's go to let, – we have a lot of people on hold, uh, including Greg in L.A., who says you, Kaplan, need to calm the F down, okay? Greg, tell him he needs to calm the F down. Yeah, man, calm down, first of all. Take a deep breath and realize that we are 16 games into a 82-game-long season. The all-star break is when we need to come together, not before Thanksgiving. These games do not matter. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the team we played last night won a championship last year. It's like the last place in the East. So – uh, applaud Giannis for another great regular season game that he performed in, but AD is still the man. Please put some respect on his name and act like you know who he is and you know what you're doing. Well, I, I, I definitely know who he is, but let me ask you a question. You, you satisfied mm-hmm. with that performance last night? You feel like, like AD gave you everything yeah. he had last I, night? I, I mean, listen, Greg, Greg, to defend Kappa a little bit, there's no way you could have been a, a cool with that performance last night. No, no, not not satisfied, but pressing the panic button and saying that he's not top 75 and he doesn't belong in the same conversation with Giannis. Like, I mean, Giannis has a ring. So does AD. I don't see what the – like him winning But the MVP, rings aren't equitable, I would say that. I mean, you know – I, I would just say you, this, not to cut you off, but everybody wins a ring with somebody else. Michael Jordan didn't no, win no, no, a ring agreed, by agreed, but, but But AD – won the ring to Kaplan's point um and you know it's not my point but I I'll just speak for him in this particular case <laughs> thank you like, George appreciate n- not all not all rings are equitable like Giannis was the best player on the floor in that series um you know LeBron was the best player on the floor in that heat series right that's what I'm saying is that is that AD won a ring as a member of LeBron's team, whereas no, no, but no, no. See, but that I, I think this is where Greg's problem is. Okay, okay. he's not. He wasn't just a member. He was a really important player no, no, too. He, but but he's 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 the number two to LeBron is number one. Giannis is the number one on his team. That's all I'm saying to you is that AD. There's a lot of hype around AD, and LeBron chose him as his big man, and they together won a championship. But without LeBron, I ask everybody this question. Is Anthony Davis a championship caliber team leader? That's my question. No. The answer to that is no, because if not, the Pelicans would have gone further. I mean, they ran into the Warriors a couple times. Ah, so that, that, but... That's a stretch. No, I mean, I mean, Greg, do you think like Anthony Davis the can lead like... you to a championship without LeBron? 
without LeBron, with a, with a more complimentary team around him, maybe with some younger players and, and, and better shooters, quite possibly. Like, I don't think that Pelicans team holds any candles to any championship teams that have won anything outside well, of how AD. About I, I, how about, how about this team? I'm not, ready, I'm not ready to anoint him that just yet, Greg. I, I will push back a little on that. But I, I'm we, not saying that he's top three in the league and he's going to take you there, but I don't think – Giannis, without an extremely complimentary team around him, wins the ring either. Like he yeah, is but not here's the thing, Greg. And, by Greg, here's the and we're up against it, so I appreciate it. And we'll get to all these other calls: Chris, Stephen, Victor, James, Manuel, Marie, Chris. Everybody is on the line. Call, we'll Greg. get to you. I promise. But but here's the thing. Here here actually, you know what? I'll save it for the other side. I'll save it for the other side because I got to tell you about my friends at Underdog Fantasy. So I will tell you. Um, about what you just said, okay? You said that Giannis wouldn't win without complimentary players. Sure, that's fair, but there's a difference. And I'll explain that difference on the other side. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we'll get to your calls here on the Lakers. People are hot. I get it. Rightly so. I get why you're hot. Um, it's not been the way this thing was expected to go. They've had the seventh easiest record, or excuse me, schedule. And they have not taken advantage of it. I know injuries have played a part in it. Um, and I know people are hot at AD right now. And people are hot at Russ. They're hot at Vogel. They're hot at Palinka. Like, I get it. So we'll let you vent. We'll let you do your thing here in a second. Real quick, um, speaking of observations. So there was a comedian, I don't remember his name right now, who did a bit about people showing up to your house, you know, and like ringing the doorbell. Mm-hmm. And the bit was when he was a kid, he was like, oh, and people would be like, oh, I wonder who's there. Let's go see. Let's let's all go to the door together. <laughs> and now in like 2021 or whatever, you're basically like, who the bleep is knocking at my door? You know, like, right. and you're like, run. So that happened to me recently. So I got to knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is what this knocking the at my door? Guy? Who's calling me? Who's, who's knocking on my door? Yeah. So I walk out there, and it was an elderly gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. And nope. my immediate, you know, I, I go into it. I'm always a skeptic when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff. I'm like, what? Like, what? Who is this person? What are they selling? What are they trying to get me to do? Like, you know. Um. So, I um, I, that's just like my mentality from when I was a kid growing up in a neighborhood that wasn't always, uh, you know, the nicest of neighborhoods. Totally right? understood. Like, like, you, you feel like someone is up to something when they're knocking mm-hmm. your door. Laura, am I right on this? Yes, you are. Right. That's just the instinct, right? It's be like, who are you? What do you want? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to sell me? Latinos what are you trying we, to rip me off for? Yeah. You know, we what are naturally you skeptics. Yeah. 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 You selling encyclopedias? Avon, yeah. you know, something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Avon. Yeah, yeah. 
right. Avon, bro. Those back in the day, Dude, there was a oh, lot of believe Avon. Me. I got um, it. So anyhow, so this elderly gentleman um, starts asking me, like, and it was so weird. He's like asking me about the rims on my car, and I'm like, well, I mean, they came with the car, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> He's like, you know, because I'm like, I, he's like, I've got a Tesla and I'd love to get new rims. I don't have a Tesla, by the way. Uh, so I said, to him, well, I mean, you know, you could, you, you know, you could call Mercedes and, and see if they have uh, similar rims for Tesla, or you can call Tesla and see if they've got something similar. Like, you know, I gave him the dimensions of the rims. You sound and like I you're being like, very nice, George. Yeah, but it was just like weird. I'm still like, is this really what he's coming to ask me, or is there right. more? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so I, I was like, and then. It, his name is Arthur, and he was telling me, I live down the street, up, and he told me which house it was, what color, or whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know that house. And he's like, he's got to be in his mid to late 70s. Like, he wasn't a young man. Like I said, he's an elderly man. And it literally was just that. And I was like, all right, well, you know, pal, I mean, if, if you, he, I, this is what I would do. I would reach out to Tesla and see if they've got something similar, if you want to get those <laughs> rims and, you know, get them for yourself. And, uh, you know, good luck. And if there's anything else I can do, I'm happy to help. But I was just like, in my head, I was like, what a weird discussion. Like, nice as nice could be. And now it's funny. I went, I was, went for a jog yesterday, and I, uh, I, went, I, I, walked, I ran past his house, and I was just like, I should knock on his door today. Yeah, right. What, That's exactly uh, what Hey, did you, you get do. those rims? Right. You know, like, uh, <laughs> but. Did uh, you get the rims? Not, not you want to borrow some butter? Yeah. I mean, just, hey, did you get the rims? It just was weird. But it was my initial reaction of what the f do you want? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, totally. it just was, it was weird. George, know? I'm telling you right now, my front door at my house it has glass, so anybody could see in, and I can see out. It's not oh. like you know yeah, where I have to look idea. through a little peephole. So when yeah. somebody knocks on the door, I don't care if it's the Amazon guy, the UPS guy, some religious group trying to sell me on something, yeah. uh, or, or somebody soliciting. Dude, I run to a different part of the house and you hide. You run? You don't answer the door? I do not answer the door. That's weird. Do not answer the well. Yeah, but you think it's weird that the old guy from down the road showed up. I mean, I thought it was weird because no one ever knocks on the door. You know what I'm saying? But like, because that's just not what happens in today in 2021. Right. But, and, but I mean, the what, only person that knocks on the door is like the UPS guy when he's leaving a package. Like he just knocks real quick and takes off. You know? Like, right. So you see, the other part of it is that in 2021, I don't know that people answer their door. I personally do not answer my door. Yeah. Somebody rings the door. I'm like, let me go see who's out there. I take a look. I peek around the corner. I'm like, I don't know who that is. I'm hiding. Okay. I don't want to answer the door. What yeah. do you want? Who are you? What can I do for you? Rims? <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, it was weird. It no was patience. Weird. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. We have uh, Chris in L.A. who uh, is not happy with the Lakers. Chris, what do you got? Hey, I think these guys would be better if they were in the 90s. It's a different style of game. It's so much up-tempo, and with these guys, I don't think they can hang right now, unfortunately. You know, Chris, I, I mean, it's, it's a little early yeah, to freak out like that. But, you know, a lot of people agree with you, and thank you for the call. Like, there are a lot of people that believe that this team is – and look, I, I'm, I was not a fan of the construction of the roster, so I'm not, I'm not going to sit here in front. But, like, again, I, I just need to see it with LeBron for a steady dose of time before I make any real uh, assessments. Although, if I had to guess, if you're telling me right now you have to make a, a choice, I would guess that the guys you see on this roster, the 15 guys or whatever they are, that there's a good chance that there'll be a large makeover at the trade deadline. But, That's but you know personal. what? But but George, you're, what you're saying is right on. And here's what I'll let's start from the beginning. We said from the very beginning of the season, we won't judge until 20 games in. Well, we're 16 games in, and many Close. of us, yeah. myself included, are freaking out. Now hold on. The reason we should not freak out 
is because we haven't seen the team with LeBron other than six games total. So I got to see LeBron get back, and then I got to see LeBron regulate. But here's my biggest concern. What if LeBron comes back, he's not 100% healthy, he gets re-injured again, what is this team without LeBron? Because if what we're watching right what? now is yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you're seeing it. They're about well, then, a 500 Then guess spot. what? Yeah. Then they're in, then this, this season's not going anywhere. If, if, if I told you right now LeBron James won't play another game this season, you think the Lakers are a championship caliber club? No. Nor do I. Let's go to Victor in Linwood. Victor. Yeah, up, hi. Vic? How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, well, I think uh, AD should play way better, way harder. I mean, I think we have like a soul pretty much. He needs uh, LeBron James to push him. Else he's not going to do anything. He's always flopping around pretty much, you know, and uh, that cannot happen against Giannis especially. That's what I think. Well, yeah, thank you for the call, Victor. Appreciate it. I mean, look, Giannis, we know Giannis only plays one speed, right? And that's like 1,000 miles per hour. Um, and, you know, I, I just look at it and I say to myself, like, it, it feels like, and we talked about this a lot during their title run, okay, that with AD, he's kind of has to be, like, pushed a little bit. Um, and And that's... That that's not always ideal, especially when your leader, best player, is not out or is out. You know, I, and I think that that creates the challenge here. James is in Pasadena. Hey guys, um, so first off, I just want to say I always answer the door, but my fiance is like Cap; she just runs and hides. <laughs> but when it comes to AD, um, I, I remember when watching Kobe and Powell, and people were saying Powell was super soft, and we're always hating. If Powell was soft, man, then AD's playing like State Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, bro. He's super soft right now. He's not always like that, but right now, man, we just need him to step up. Thank you, guys. Love the show. It is Love weird that, you know, that, you know, that I, I, like yesterday was really an opportunity for him to kind of grab the bull by the horns proverbially. Uh, proverbially. So I, I just, I don't get it. Uh, Major right, disappointment, let, let, George. Monster disappointment. Look, you, you mentioned it earlier. 18 points and nine rebounds with four assists. Um, okay, that, that's a pretty de- decent stat line. But look on the other side. 47 points, nine rebounds, three assists. I mean, Giannis played, you just mentioned different speed. Giannis looked fast and AD looked slow. And that's to the naked eye watching on television. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Um, I do think there is one bright spot for the Lakers. I'll tell you what that is. We'll do that on the other side. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. To the edge, I'm we're trying not, not to lose, lose my uh, head. Ha, ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha,
<laughs> oh uh, Laura's trying not to lose her mind because she apparently had some of the Ooh. they had a bunch of Hal and Rays at the studio from when Travis and Sliwa did their super hot sandwich thing today Ooh. where they were eating the super hot sandwich. Now, Laura, you just had a little bite of what they had. Yeah, I had not- like a tiny little piece. Briones yeah. brought me some and I'm like, oh, yeah, you totally got this. Hello, a Mexican, right? Hello. We're yeah. dying back here. I'm crying. No really? And I had a he actually had what, two, three bites? And I had a little tiny bite, and I'm like, oh, my God, my mouth is on fire. Like, the back of my tongue. And Travis said that earlier in the morning. He's like, it's not even your lips. It's the back. Of- I can't you even talk. Ice cream. You need ice cream or frozen Are you serious? You can't milk? talk? Jeez. Wow. I do not Alan like Ray's is real, man. That's the real stuff. I, I love it, mm. but I've always said I ain't waiting 90 minutes. Ooh. Dude, how about, like, have you ever had any of that hot sauce called the bomb? Has anybody ever tried, like, just one little drop will burn you up for the day? Or how about this? Have you ever seen what's called the Pocky Chip Challenge, where it's, like, one chip, and it's, like, the hottest thing on planet Earth, and it takes days to recover from? Has anybody ever seen that go down? No. No. Well, they do this on YouTube, uh, where they have those hot sauce challenges, where they try Mm -hmm. and get you up to number 10. Dude, I don't know how people do this to themselves. Because if it hurts your mouth that badly, imagine what it's doing to the inside of your body. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's ridiculous. I When I eat something that's too spicy, I start hiccuping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's crazy. Like, I start hiccuping nonstop. <laughs> it's so bad. That's you know why. I, I, that's when I know something is too hot for, for me, is yeah. that it, I just start hiccuping. You know what I do, George? I start to sweat above my ears and then down my neck. And it's so embarrassing when you're eating something that's hot and you start sweating in a restaurant. That's not good. Bad look. Oh, no, but I think if you're going to someplace with spice and hot and all that stuff, like, I think it's because, you know, I think people expect that there's going to be some reaction to it. Hiccuping is weird, though. Like, sweating is kind of normal in those situations. Yeah, I just don't, I don't like to do it. Like, even just last night, I was at my favorite sushi place. This chef put a, uh, he put like a jalapeno on something. And it wasn't a pickled jalapeno. It was like a real one. Dude, I started sweating. Sweat was dripping down my neck. It was embarrassing. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think that's that embarrassing. I mean, if you're, if you're eating something hot, there's going to be a reaction. But hopefully it's not, uh, you know, it's not like uh, something. Like, again, if you're hiccuping out of control, people are going to look at you like, yo, is that guy okay? Like, is he having a heart attack? <laughs> Somebody performed going on CPR on that guy. Yeah, He's hiccuping exactly. uncontrollably. Yeah. Um, all right, it, it, speaking of food, why did Matthew Stafford's wife throw f- a pretzel at somebody? What happened there? Well, at least according to the reports that I've read, Linz, maybe you have more detail, but apparently Matthew Stafford's wife, and if you follow her on Instagram, you know she's a dedicated and devoted wife and mother, um, and I guess she was at the 49er game uh, against the Rams, sitting in the stands, not in a suite, and somebody, and I think people are rude when they do this. I mean, listen, you go to the game, you say things to players, you scream stuff. Okay, I got it. But when you identify family members in the stands and you're kind of going after them, I, I kind of think that's it's a little much. That's I Bush guess, League, yeah. Yeah, and somebody was going after her in the stands, and she apparently, this is what I read, she got really angry, turned around, took a soft pretzel. Now, by the way, very considerate. Soft pretzel versus hard pretzel. Hard pretzel, you could probably do some damage, maybe take an eye out. Soft pretzel, not much, really. Uh, unless she's got the kind of arm that Matthew Stafford has. And she whipped a soft pretzel at a dude in the stands, turned into security, coming and removing her from that space. Listen, Matthew Stafford, when your wife goes to away games, get her a suite there too, dude. Just a suggestion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I just think that it, 
I always feel like that's a safer play. I, I also think fans shouldn't act like jerks, right? Like, I'm with you on that. I think we're both in agreement there. But, yeah, I, I just think that you, football games are the worst because, the worst. I, you know, I've talked about this. Like, I wouldn't take my kids to a football game. I mean, people are getting sauced for hours outside. Then they're getting sauced inside for hours until they cut off alcohol sales at the third end of the third quarter or whatever the hell. Um, yeah, like, it's just a recipe for disaster, you know? Well, like, that's just it. You know? And everybody's got their phone out ready to record the next viral fight from a stadium so yeah um listen I, I i know matthew stafford i mean when i say no i know his wife because i follow her on instagram and i can see how dedicated she is um and and she's traveling to these games and she's cheering on her man and some people gave it to her in the stands and it turned into a mess yeah yeah um speaking of a mess we've been talking about the lakers kind of a mess and we'll get to the calls here in a second but there is a bright spot taylor horton tucker has been really good now i know that the guys, Mason and Ireland, um, you know, besides talking about Mason's 17 burner accounts today, we're talking about um, THT in the starting lineup. Now, I, I, I am, I've actually kind of tried to workshop this. I don't know if he'd be best in the starting lineup when LeBron comes back. They do need defense with that starting unit, but I almost feel like Taylor Horton Tucker should be coming off the bench in, you know, to start games like, you know, like a six man type. Because Carmelo's not going to keep playing like this. Like, that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, he's, his legs look pretty gassed already. So, Horton Tucker, to me, should be kind of the lead sixth man. But just make sure he closes games. That, to me, is more important than starting games. I'll tell you right now, starting the third quarter is probably the most important thing that they could get him to do. I mean, a team that needs energy, a team that needs to come out of halftime. Well, they did stop- good yesterday. I know yeah. they were minus 89 going into yesterday. Yeah. But they are now only minus 80 in the third quarter thanks well, to yesterday. They, yeah. they won the third quarter by nine yesterday. Nice job, everybody. I actually don't – I, I kind of like the idea of THT starting just because I like to set the tempo – you know, and he's an energy guy, and he's a young kid with, with fresh legs, especially because he's only been back for three games. His scoring has been really good. He's, he's played a lot of minutes. I don't really have a big issue if they choose to start him. I actually think it's a good idea. Let's go to Manuel and Gardena. Manuel, que pasa, mi hermano? No, how you living? Taps, my man. Yo. Hey, um, real quick. There's nothing more Torrance than a rando named Arthur knocking at your door about rims. <laughs> I'll just say that. All right, so, bro. Listen, why you got to knock Torrance, bro? Let's leave that alone. It's, the, it's arguably the greatest Nilla, city in Southern California. Nilla, you know. hey, real quick, AD. So, look, here's the thing about this, man, in this whole season, right? Um, I'm kind of getting Lonzo syndrome, and I'm trying not to, man, all right? For this reason, you guys said everything right, like the rings factor, you know. At one point, a lot of people were saying Giannis or AD as the next face of the NBA. So, like, by that account, it's like, man, we were kind of sold that um, AD was the next coming. You know what I mean? And yes. honestly, man, we're just not seeing it. You know, I'm trying to, I'm going to be patient. Uh, you know, I'm going to be, I'm an AD fan and I'm hoping, hoping I'm wrong. But that Lonzo thing, man, because it's, it's eerily similar to when his pops was spouting off about how Zoe is uh, magic with a jump shot. And uh, now, and, and man, you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying, man, I hope AD steps up. Because it's not a good look right now, man. I'm with you, man. I mean, listen, I I thought, what game was it, George? Probably the third, fourth game of the season 
when Anthony Davis got into it with Dwight Howard on the bench. And I thought to myself, yeah, you know, that's that was actually, early in the season. It was the right. first week, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that's a good thing because yeah. AD is being assertive. Correct. Know, he needs to be a leader of a team. And, and you and yes. I have had this conversation where you'll say, but he doesn't have the ball in his hands enough to be the true leader. In other words, can he lead a team to a championship? And to me, it's, it's just a, it's an attitude. It doesn't mean that he has to be the point guard. It just means that he has to be the leader, the, the clear and obvious leader. And based on last night's performance, that was a monster letdown. Huge. Yeah, I, I just felt like yesterday was the game that you – I mean, I know it's the regular season. I know it's game 16, but that's one you circle on your calendar and say, I got to make sure I take care of this dude tonight. I got to be there. This is my contemporary. I got to play with him. Let's Everybody's go to Maria Montebello, where we'll be on February 6th for the Mandy Awards at QC. Hello, Marie. Oh, Marie's gone. Damn, that was a good lead-up, too. Damn, it was really good, especially yeah. the whole Montebello mention, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to Chris then. Sorry. Hello, Chris. Oh, Chris gone too. My bad. All right, here's what we'll do. We got a break anyway. I was going to go over the clock, and Mandy, our boss Amanda, would have probably been pissed at me anyway. So if you want to continue to chime in on AD and just kind of where this Lakers team is and just, you know, I'm going to ask you this question on the other side, and I'd love to kind of hear what your thoughts are. Um, Do you believe this Lakers team can win games, like, against good teams without LeBron? Like, should they be capable of doing that right now? How? What is your level of of concern, disappointment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 877710 espn And it is also a great day in the world. And I'll explain what that's all about in just a moment as well. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 